Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week we have a new piece of content to talk about as well as everything that was discussed at the PAX East panel this last weekend with Naoki Yoshida, Koji Fox, and Matt Hilton. Also, we are going to very briefly touch on things that we may think that we might see this Friday? I believe. Friday at midnight Pacific, uh, 3 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Eastern. Oh, it's a live letter. Just a lot, you know, whatever. Yeah, talk the about usual, the usual jazz. Yeah, you know, talk about 3.3. Ah, dungeons, dungeons, raid, story, you know that drill. Pages. But definitely going to be on there. Absolutely. There is two, it is, it is two guys that host the show. So that makes perfect sense. Okay. Anyway, I am one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Poporomo. And joining me here is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, Sly, a.k.a. You my boy, Blue. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing I'll, all right. Uh, well, so you have we'll make no chance. mistakes tonight. No mistakes whatsoever. No mistakes. So you had the opportunity to go to PAX East. I did. Wow, just getting right into it, dude. At, right into it. Usually, you didn't even right. ask me how I was doing. Let's take a brother out to dinner first. Jesus. I did ask you how you were doing. You you totally just glanced over that, but that's all right. No, nah, it's all right. All right, it's all right. So you went to PAX East. I did uh, go to PAX. How was it? I'm guessing it was a rather busy weekend for you. Oh, dude, you have no idea. It was a lot. It was supposed to be a lot busier, but then mm-hmm. it, when I thought it was going to be less busy, it then got even busier. It was just busier in different places. So I got to see a lot of things, meet a lot of people, do a lot of things. So uh, not eat a lot of food. I barely ate this whole weekend. Like, isn't that usually how it goes though? Like for every con, I swear to God, when I went to Fan Fest, I hardly ate. Hardly had the time to. And then when I went to TwitchCon, hardly ate. Didn't have the time. Even though the last night I kind of drank a lot. But that's the Twitch party. But that's okay. Uh, But yeah, isn't that usually the case? You just don't have the time to really fit that in. Okay, here's the thing. You do if you're someone who's just going as like, you know, anyone. But then as (laughs) as soon as you're a broadcaster or you're working one of the booths... There's nothing. You get like an hour. No time. At least. You eat at the parties at night. That's what you do. I'm going to eat this cracker right here. I'm going to eat these this pack of crackers right I here. I was going to say, oh, Sly, I... please. You're hurting my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> That's a racial joke. Anyway, moving on. Wow. <laughs> it's all right. It, it, nope. It's okay. That, that's I don't even consider that but a racial joke. The main thing, uh, the Square Enix booth. Yeah, I know you got booth. some... I know, you, I know you had some time there. Um, what did you do? Who did you talk I, to? I saw a picture. I want so, to uh, I actually went to the Square Enix booth every day at least once to, uh, you know, just to see people because very often people are having a hard time finding me. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I'd go there and generally people who I knew were there. So I could run into, you know, people who come by the streams or watch the YouTube videos or are watching yeah. us right now. And uh, the first day I went... Um, I went to say hi to Matt, Devin, uh, Tony, uh, Eric, a few other people who work at Square Enix. Mm -hmm. And I got to talk to Yoshi P for a little bit. But it was actually really funny. So I walk up and Matt is talking to Koji, right? And they're just chilling. So I'm like, oh, cool. They're right here. So I'll just uh, just see what's going on. I walk up. Hey, guys, what's going on? They're like, hi, whatever. How you doing? How's your day been? I asked them the same. And then without just any hesitation, Matt just goes, do you want me to go grab Yoshi P? And I'm like... 
I like how you didn't even like say hi to Koji. Hi or anything. Like, like, he, like just right. Want to talk to Yoshi? He just Koji. completely ignored Koji. He was just like, I was just like, Koji's right here. You didn't say anything to him at all <laughs> when I got here. You're like, oh, Koji's not important. Let me go grab Yoshi P. He'll be translating. They might have talked anyway. earlier. But the thing is, it's like he didn't even bother saying, "Hey, Koji, you've never met." Mike, he was just like, they were just both like, hi, they both said hi, and then he was like, Koji doesn't matter, let me go grab Yoshi P. <laughs> and Koji was like, this is, this, is how, this is how I became a lore guy in the first place, everyone just pushes me into a corner, it's like, right, <laughs> start writing. Have uh, you met Koji? Have you met Yoshi? Yep, pretty much, pretty much Barney. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, he goes over, he grabs Yoshi P., and uh, Yoshi P is a pretty chill guy. This is probably the most relaxed I've ever seen him, and considering he's at a con, that's pretty mm -hmm. surprising. Uh, obviously, people were coming up, and some people were freaking out at when, you know, whenever they saw him there. He was scaring what, a lot. What, of was it? Was it like what you? What most people picture it as? You know, the slow motion walk, like he did in No, he's the rising. He's, He's a pretty rushed guy. Like he, he okay. rushes. I, it felt like he rushes everything because he knows like every minute is something that he needs to be doing. But he, um, he, he kind of was a little bit more relaxed here. It's probably the healthiest I've seen him. He had color in his face. He, uh, <laughs> he, he didn't seem tired at all. It was. Pro he, I, he was probably actually felt like he was on vacation, if anything at all. Probably not really. Probably like, had a few drinks before, you know. Probably oh had yeah, time, time to do some drinking. of that stuff. Yeah. yeah, he was definitely drinking at some point. Yeah, yeah. and uh, just asked him a few questions. Asked him, you know, how it felt. You know, after all this time, you know, this is the second Pax East he's been to. If it's better than last year, if it's more mm -hmm. relaxed, and he seemed pretty chill. Uh, he was just like, yeah, it's uh, it's. I feel like a lot more relaxed at this one, and uh, it's always great seeing people get to do this. And Koji was translating all of this. Of and what was funny was when we started talking about the feast because I asked him, "Are you going to do feast at like E3 or Prime?" And they said, we'll probably do something at FanFest, uh, maybe something beforehand. But then he reiterated <laughs> Then he reiterated that they're currently more focused on getting features out that make it better for the conventions. That's yeah, like they don't want to put it at conventions until they have like the spectator mode and they have uh, the scrim modes. That's when they'll start doing it at conventions. Uh, so he said that's a priority. So it almost, if you put it into context clues, that's at least coming before fan. So is the feast going to eventually turn into like an LCS or something? No, I don't <laughs> see that happening. It would be cool, but like it, it needs so, it needs years of It, it of, needs of a lot of steam. Yeah, I think it does need a lot of steam before it gets to that point. But it would be nice to see it, you know, something like that, like an event like at FanFest where, you know, we have a like a feast tournament and then like, yeah. On the Absolutely. stage is the, like the finals and shit. And I, I wouldn't even awesome. I wouldn't even bother competing to be honest. I'd rather like shoutcast it or something because I already know my place. <laughs> I know my place. <laughs> it would not end well for me. Let's be honest here. Uh, and then I, the funny thing was I asked him how do you how does it feel knowing you have to go back to Japan in like a day or two? He didn't need he didn't even need that translated. He just lowers his head. He just goes. <laughs> <laughs> And he just now, starts shaking his the, head. No, no that, that might be because of two things. One, the work, or two, the the con withdrawal that people go through. I don't know if he, he's going to have con withdrawal. I don't think he does. I don't think Yoshi P goes through con withdrawal like, you know, people who actually you know regularly go to cons. It's like, oh, I gotta go back to my life. Yada yada yada. It, I don't think he gets con withdrawal. No, I think it's just he knows it's a 16-hour flight, and he does <laughs> nothing to look forward to. In a, he knows he'll be working on that entire flight, maybe yeah. sleeping, maybe. 
I think that's probably why he looks so good. He probably got an actual night's sleep at some point while he was in Boston because he's so far away from the dev team. Like, he could check in on them, but he's not standing over their shoulder, like, testing everything they add, which is what it seems like he usually does. Mm -hmm. uh, and and then it was just cool. And then Koji, we also, I also just got to speak to him a little bit. Um, I asked him... <laughs> I asked Yoshi P this, and Koji chimed in. I asked him, why are there no books in the library ethis is upset <laughs> and koji didn't even translate that to yoshi p he just said it's blame the developers the developers didn't put any books in there i can't write anything for the books if the developers don't put books in there <laughs> he was like immediate like it's the developers fault because they didn't put books in the library so oh, i didn't have to write anything throw, like and you see, you see this in the q a if you haven't watched the q a i love how they just throw the the devs right right on the bus. <laughs> Koji, Koji will do that too. He, he's a little nicer, but Yoshi just like fuck it. Yeah, no, he's just like they, they he'll point. He up. will point. He's like developers. Oh yeah. man, it was it was it was funny. And Koji's really freaking tall. I forgot how tall he was. Yeah, I remember how tall Koji was. He's like six two or six yeah, three. He's, he's tall, but he's he's not buff, but he's tall as shit. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, that's why I want. I figure he's got the height advantages, advantage. You've got the strength advantage, so it should be a good arm wrestling. I didn't actually ask him about the arm wrestling company. Ah. I was, I was trying to make sure any any time I had was useful. Nah. you know, and not asking about arm wrestling competitions. So the one one other thing that was there uh, was the Sefi challenge. Yes, did it you was. Do it. Did you do it? Yeah. Oh, I, well, you did. Well, you did do it. We could gotta tell by what you're wearing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you beat Sephiroth. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you about the shirt right now. I had the shirt before I even won. <laughs> so I, I didn't go till Sunday to actually – because I wanted to grab a bunch of shirts for giveaways. Ooh. And, um, you know, I, I was arranged beforehand that we were going to get a bunch of shirts for the stream and whatnot. And so obviously I asked for one for myself because the line was never shorter than like 30 to 40 minutes. It was, the line was long the entire time. Yeah, that's, that's what I expect. Right. And so, uh, whatever, I'm standing there holding the shirts, Mel, and then I, I hand them over to Mel because somebody from the Square Enix uh, booth, I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was a volunteer. I don't know if it was an employee. I don't know how they, like, do that, but I didn't know him personally. Mm -hmm. He comes over and he says, excuse me, there's been a special request for you to participate in the Sephiroth challenge. A special request. Now, I want to be very clear, Yoshi P was already gone at this point. So okay. it wasn't him. Because I uh, some people thought that when I said that the first time. Uh, Koji and Yoshi P were already on a plane uh, mm -hmm. on the way out. I found out it was one of my uh, viewers, Proto Omega, who saw me standing there and said, I know you aren't going to have time. This is my way of getting you in. He had already done it three times that day just for fun. So he said, he come over. I'm on Monk. I set up some keybinds, which I did very... I set up awful keybinds with the five minutes that I had. He unbound Q and E, and I use I, I move with Q, W, and E. That's all mm -hmm. I move with in Final Fantasy fourteen. And he just he had them as skills. And so I basically couldn't strafe the entire fight. It was a disaster of trying to use right-click and A and D with the muscle memory. That being said, we one-shot it. So it was easy. Nice. We only had one death. It was a black mage. Um, and it was uh, easy, easy fight, easy win. It was hard mode with 230 gear. Like That's all it was? It was hard mode with 230 gear. Like, eh, get out of here. He he went pretty here. fast. I pulled aggro a few times even. Even even when even though I couldn't Naturally find so. I couldn't find half my buttons. I accidentally put my standard shift one through six on alt one through six and vice versa. 
So I was I kept trying to hit like shift three to do demolish, and it was on alt three. And alt three is usually blood for blood. So I was when I pressed shift three, I would just use blood for. It was just a disaster. So they they just basically were just giving shirts away. Yeah, they only had. That's all, I think, that's all it was. I think they had like on average like six losses a day. I think on Sunday they had the most losses because when I went there at around one o'clock, they already had six losses, and I went there at like four o'clock on Friday, and they had six losses total. Um, so. Uh, it, some people, I mean, I, I saw a few people that had never played it before. They had a hard time, uh, mm-hmm. but it was, it was a good show. A lot of people, they go to those things wanting to give people shirts away. It's, yeah. It's, and that's it's why promotion. they made hard mode with 230 gear. Really? Yeah. I haven't, at past PAXs or events like this, isn't it usually EX that they do? No, it's never been extreme ever. Okay. It, there, there's just the only time it's been extreme it has been at FanFest. FanFest. Yeah, and that's because they know it's it's generally people who play the game who are going. Right. So right. if they made it hard mode, it would, like, come on. Right. That's all I, like, seriously, come on. Like, they can't do that. It's not as fun, also, when you're playing with other members of the community. <laughs> and, like, it, it's just a random, you know, P, uh, DF for EX. I guess, I guess you could make the exception Odin wasn't extreme, but he was also, it was also the first time anyone had fought him. Yeah, and, like... The FanFest Odin and, like, release Odin were two different Odins, in my opinion. <laughs> they were. First of all, the release Odin was, like, eight times the size of the FanFest Odin. <laughs> I know. And the uh, release Odin also couldn't be silenced or stunned. Right. Which was the big one. Mm. So, uh, yeah, but I got to do the challenge. I got to meet a few people. Uh, I, I felt really bad. A lot of times I was being dragged here or there by either an appointment or uh, something I need to do. But I still managed to see as many people as possible uh, mm. who came by the stream. Hatichi, Damage Sponge, NYC Assassin, just a few to name them off the top of my head. Rumi, Proto, who got me in on that fight. Just a bunch of people. And a few real-life friends from back in New Jersey showed up as well. Ooh. Yeah, friends that I had before I started up as a broadcaster. It was nice seeing them. Um, did a, I, I was at the meet and greet booth for the signing. So it was a good time. I, I had a lot of fun. This was probably my favorite pack so far. I've only been to each one prime south and now east once each. And so far east has definitely been my favorite. Sounds good. Sounds like you had you, a Yeah, awesome it sounds time. like you need to be going. <sighs> okay, look. All right. FanFest. Uh, TwitchCon's on the list. FanFest is on the list. PAX West? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. You heard him. Make him go. Make me go. Make him go. Drag me there if you need to. Uh, now, one thing you were not able to attend, and, and you told us beforehand, right. uh, was the Q&A. Yeah, I didn't get to watch that live. I, I, it's funny. As I was going to Mel's panel, mm-hmm. I walked past Yoshi P, Matt, Koji. Like, they were walking in the opposite direction, so I waved at them real quick. And Matt just looks at me with his arms out like, what are you doing? He knew I wasn't going. I told him ahead of time, but he had yeah. to give me a dirty look real quick. <laughs> and so you watched it, like, at a later time and whatnot. When I watched it, I don't know if you get, like, you guys have seen, like, the Family Guy clip of... Um, the Star Trek convention and all like they had the little panel and they asked them questions. I don't remember. Somehow, it, it, because it was like they asked um, Patrick Stewart, "What do you? Uh, how do you clean this kind of stain and shit?" I'm like, it's nothing Star Trek related. A percentage of this felt like that. And we're Why, just because get- just because it was stuff that's literally in the last live letter. <laughs> okay, that's how I felt then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just. 
Peaches. Yeah, we'll, peaches. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But um, should have called this episode Peaches. 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 That's the name of the episode. Right. Uh, but there there were a lot of good questions, and then they ended it with the uh, the new content. Right. Go over um, a bit of the questions. Uh, the first one. Um, well, three point three. First thing. Apparently, Yoshi P PVPs. He. he he oh yeah, he does, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, I, well, actually, that was one of the discussions I had with him when we were out by the booth. He played Feast the very first day it came out, got to silver mm -hmm. with I think about six hundred rank points, mm -hmm. and he has not been able to play since that day yeah. due to work. Yeah. So he yeah. Uh, he did a but, lot in one day, but, and, he sure. played, and he is playing and he is PVPing as Black Mage with a controller. So just to get all the details, he is playing exactly as you see him play. You know, he fell off of Sephiroth. Really? Yeah, he fell off during this one of the Sephiroth challenges and had to get and had to watch them beat it for him. <laughs> got carried. <laughs> Yoshi P got carried. You heard it here. Yep. Uh, but the uh, first question: um, When are we getting more Hildebrand? Three point three. Three point. We knew that already. And no, no, no. The follow-up question should have been. Will it be longer than five minutes? He's been saying he's been saying that. He said in the last live letter they got feedback that it was too short, so they're going to try and make it longer. They said that in the last live letter. I mean, we know that, but yeah, just we need to confirm these things because they're not going to confirm shit. That's what the live letter this week is for. Oh my god! Like we get past Hildebrands. Like it, it was, it was a long drawn out process. We we had a lot of good fights from Hildebrand, and then we get this, which was five minutes. I just want to fight Gigi. Why do you want to fight Gigi? Why? Because I want him to go full trance mode on my ass. Eleven bullshit. Uh, <clears throat> um, next thing, uh, they kind of, I guess, teased a little. Well, not really a tease. They just talked about it. They literally uh, flat out announced it. Yeah, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen app that will let that allow you to have link shell chat and I guess sort of like a, your normal game chat as well. But it will also have some retainer things and um, kind of like a market board thing, too. So I'm so, actually interested in this. Like, really, what do you think do you really see a need for this? Let me tell you right now that this app's existence clearly means they have an API available for add-ons. <laughs> because Here literally, literally they are taking information from the game and perform and, and making an app out of it. Something that is affecting in-game. This is something that is in-game. You can talk to people in your link shell in the fucking game with this app. Alright? You can check the market board. You can check your retainers. In-game. They got this API shit down and they're just keeping it from us at this point. Alright? Yeah. Second of all, they teased this a while ago and there's the big reason why this is happening. It's not because we want it in the West. This is actually a huge Eastern thing because the mobile market over there is huge. And so being able to be part of a community on the go <clears throat> is how you remain successful in Japan right now. So this is a huge piece of that to improve Final Fantasy XIV's popularity. It also gets it out there in Japan, people seeing it. And some people will pay... $12.99, $14.99 a month to have a link shell and have a community to talk to on the phone. That's how it's going to, that's probably what it's going to be used for for the most part. Now, the key word you said was out east. In the west, do you think people will actually pay on top of their sub for this? No, I don't, they didn't, I'm pretty sure they said it was going to be a free app. 99% okay. sure they said it was going to be a free app. Okay. But that, my point is like over in Japan, it's a much bigger deal. 
they're able to communicate with people um, and be a part of communities. I do assume you will need to be paying a sub for 14 for this thing to work. Okay. I don't, I don't see it working otherwise than that. Yeah. But uh, it's good. I mean, you can never complain about more features for the game, especially if it's a free-to-use app. There you go. Makes RPing great. <laughs> so you don't even have to be online to roleplay. You can be on the train just like... Just like... Malmung's best friend. <laughs> My mobile RP app. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing uh, they uh, talked about was uh, Fates for Gatherers and Crafters. This I has been thought... asked before. It, it, it's been asked before, and I just think it's... I don't think it's the worst idea, but like when I think of this, I think of for, for Crafters... If you know, if you know, if you're in America, you know the store Michaels, the craft store. They have little, you know, classes. That's what a fate would be. Right. You would just go to a crafting class and just, <clears throat> yeah, crafting a group. Gatherers. I don't know what it would be. I I just don't know how I feel about it. I like his, his, his reaction to it. He was just like, he was just like, they all go to the circle and just start gathering. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Is it a what, for fishers? Would it just be a fishing trip? You just get on a boat and just. Talk? That would probably be the most interesting fate that's ever existed if you got on a boat <laughs> and rode it and while fishing because that's yeah. never existed. A moving fate other than the escort ones has never yeah. existed. So yeah. if that was the case, I'd be perfectly okay with that. Um, I, he said they'll look into it. If anything, I'd actually like it to not so much be a fate, but kind of just be an area of the map where that's currently in bonus. Like you get bonus experience for gathering while in that area, but it's not actually any different than... It is normally. Uh, I think that was a better idea than trying to make it this whole huge event where everyone's just like, Wah! you know? I'm gathering. <laughs> or make them in the towns. Fuck it. Well, it's still like the crafting ones could be in the towns. Yeah, the crafting ones, like, like I said, just take, put it in a building, have chairs, let pe people sit or do whatever and, you know, craft. That's your fate. That's your fate. There That's you go. Your fate. There you go. Absolutely. Um, next thing uh, they kind of uh, talked about was uh, Fantasy Star Online. Um, we they talked about this in the last live letter. Yeah. And, um, one thing I've noticed is that a lot of people since then, a lot of fourteen players, have kind of made the extra effort to make a Japanese PS uh, PS4 account and play. Uh, PSO2. Uh, are you going to take that plunge? No. First no. of all, the only means of doing it is to download an English patch. Otherwise, you're just you're torturing yourself mm -hmm. so much because you can't understand anything. I'm not going to play. It's been years since I've played an MMO mm -hmm. that I couldn't understand the words because I was playing it from a different region. I'm not planning on doing that. Um, and I'm definitely not downloading the English patch just to understand it because I'm pretty sure. I don't know if I, there's always it's always a, a a weird line between companies mm -hmm. that allow kind of, those kind of patches and companies that don't because a lot of the times they don't want people outside of one country to be able to access it because they want people to have to buy it if it ever goes international. Right. So it's really, really, really hard to know where that stands. And as a broadcaster, I'm not I'm not fucking around with it. I'm just I'm not I'm not doing it. Uh, I'll wait for the event when it comes to Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm more excited for the fifteen event because PSO two yeah. is a is a clusterfuck of uh, just random collaboration events. So they're gonna have to take one of the original things from PSO two before it started doing all these collabs. Yeah, I, I won't I won't be taking the plunge into it. I, I'm interested. I hope it would ever come to the West, but I don't think it is. So eh, I'll wait on the event. 
That's all hey. I can do. That's there all. There we go. I just want a flying car. I don't even care about that. <laughs> I cringed at that, but that's another. Well, a flying car. I'll no. say it again. No. Uh, this was more of a lore thing, uh, I guess, but for uh, the lore teams or the development teams, uh, the punny fate titles are different in each region. I mean, they have to be because yeah. pop culture references yeah. are different in every culture. You're not going to go and make a, a may, uh, call me mayhaps joke over in, like, France. Right. I don't even know how to say that in French. Something about wee wee baguettes? I don't know. Just That's how you say call me mayhaps in French. Wee wee baguettes? That's, the, that's yeah. the best you could think of? That's the best. That's all I got French-wise. That's all I got. I'm part French. I just don't know how to speak the language. <laughs> so, I, I mean, they've spoken about this. They spoke about yeah. that at FanFest. They had a panel on that. Yeah. And um, was that the... Was that when we were doing? No, no, that was the music panel. I was thinking of another one. No, oh, yeah, when we were when we were over mm-hmm. at the front lines, yeah. And then we heard this loud fucking Shiva music, and yeah. Oh, Goodness. when we were doing Odin. Oh mm-hmm. my god, that was it just so scared the shit out of me. Yeah, but yeah, it I remember shit out actually, all of us. I actually remember the um, the Koji panel. We kind of briefly talked about it, and it, it wouldn't make sense for. Um, well, I don't know. Well, I could see maybe the Metal Gear. Um, revengeance, or yeah, the the revengeance fate that Sly. might be Sly. in Sly. But who cares? Peaches. Here we go. This bullshit. <laughs> who cares? So, Peaches. So we have apples. We have bananas. Why don't we have peaches, Yoshi P? The we face. Been no, to... Wait, wait, wait. First, the face I saw. It was like. Peaches. Peaches. Okay. And this was really a thing. So the lore answer for this is we haven't found them yet. Meaning they're in Alamigo. Right. <laughs> so 4.0, you're getting peaches. Peaches! Peaches! Oh, man. I still can't believe this was a question. <laughs> I mean, it was a funny I mean, it's one. a gathering question. I get it. As a gatherer, I get it, but peaches. 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 I could, I could just say it over and over again. Like, I could be done with the show right now. Peaches. peaches. That's it. That's it. All right, next up on that note was new PvP skills. They're considering it. Like, uh, I wonder we... what job they're considering it for. Jobs? No, what job? What are they considering it for? Jobs. No, what it... job? Really? Ninja needs it the most. <laughs> oh, that's where... <laughs> but we've already known this. Um, they're going to see how the season goes, and they'll make changes when necessary. I don't think we're going to get any skills anytime soon. Probably by, um, before the second season. Definitely. But, yeah. Yeah, Ninja kind of needs it. Something but, useful. Something useful. And then again, everybody's going to get it, but Ninja's going to be like, finally! They're going to give us, like, Monsite 2. <laughs> now you can see into their souls. It doesn't do anything, but it sounds cool, doesn't it? That wouldn't surprise me at this point. Uh, and then we had the, the parry question. It was funny because right when they, like, asked the question and said the word, 
like when he heard the word Perry, that face Yoshi P made. Because he knows, and he also knows he, he knows. just answered it. You're like he's like he okay. knows in his he head. Just in his answered that question three weeks ago. In his head, he's like, "We're looking into it. We're doing something about it. Please look forward to it." Hi. Next exactly. question. Damn. Done. Three point four or four point oh. Yeah. God, make make Perry great again. <laughs> You'll never make it great at this no, rate. Get rid no. of it. So this was pretty much the same thing. Uh, Chocobos and Dungeons. We know about it. The devs know about it. It wakes them up in their sleep when you mention it at cons. We're going to do something about it. And they even said, like, we know, we know we've been saying we'll eventually put it in. By the time we get it, no one's going to give a shit. <laughs> Nobody actually wants to do it right now. It's a matter of principle at this point. Like, people just want to know that it's implemented and then never utilize it. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's, it's like the giant joke of Final Fantasy XIV. Can I do chocobos in dungeons yet? Do you, what, what level's your chocobo? I don't even have it unlocked. I don't have any, like, I don't think... Mine is anywhere near max level, but still, it'd be nice. Yeah, pretty it'd be nice. Uh, the next thing, um, this was kind of interesting. Gender lock gear. Uh, they said it would take to do this. It would take a lot of development time and resources. So they're what they're doing is letting the community, you, tell tell them what they uh would like to see um done first. And the first thing they said, bunny, bunny yep. gear, bunny gear. Yeah, it was oh. LBR in the crowd. Was <laughs> 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 uh, that Kala? Was that Juxta? Who was that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember who requested it from that episode. Oh, man. But, but what do you think about this? Because, like, I never really pay attention too much to gender lock gear. Um,. I, I just noticed is that, you know, well, I, I haven't even fucking Fantasia yet at all, so can't really see the difference. Um, what do you think about this? Um, I'm not somebody, I, I'm literally never opposed to something that makes other people's experiences better. It's not something I personally care about. That's, I mean, that's, that's a fact, but that doesn't mean right. that I don't want it to happen for the people who it matters for. So, right. Go crazy. Bunny gear, swimsuits, fuck it. Again, again, this is something that you, the community, like some of you in the community want. So if you want it bad enough, let them know. They are listening. They even said that. They are listening. Tell them what you want, you know, gender unlock, quote unquote. There you go. Um, usual, this is, this is a question that, that, that usually get, that we usually get probably every, Every live letter, but even though they probably don't ask it because it's been asked so many times. Right. Uh, how many jobs coming out in each expansion? Uh, Yoshi's like, how many? How many? Um, short answer: Wait till FanFest. Right. I mean, we knew that, guys. That means confirmed expansion announcement at FanFest. Who could have seen it coming? No. <laughs> Reba's Reba's calling me. Sorry. Oh, is she? I thought you said General Grievous. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, you I were mumbling. Answer. I was like, I why, why is General Grievous calling you about this? Uh, <coughs> Mr. Konobi. There you go. Nice. Uh, they, asked, they also asked about a, um, an OST kind of like Astral from Astral to Umbral. 
Um, I, they didn't really say anything about a new OST, but they did say they're working on new primal music that Soken doesn't really know about yet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, we're working on new primal music. Does Soken know about it? I, I mean, if not, then when, <laughs> when the patch gets pushed back two weeks, you'll know why. You'll know why. Pretty much. I, I love how they commit, yet that dev department doesn't know. <laughs> like, we're doing this. And and they're probably, the devs are probably watching, like, this ain't even on the agenda. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, what's that over there? Scribbles it on. Hey, look down. Now it's on the agenda. Now it's on the agenda. Um, oh, man. Uh, this next one, a, another usual. Um, being able to fly in the 2.0 regions. Uh, it can happen. You but do you want to wait a little bit longer on the expansion? Nope. nope. Fuck it. Don't nope. care. Move on. Next area. Next question. Don't, don't introduce swimming. Don't want it. Don't want to fly in the old regions. Just take me to Alamigo. That's it. Yeah, I, I really don't think a lot. Like, well, it, it kind of is. It's not that important. It's semi-important, I guess. I would want to fly the 2.0 regions, but I'm not willing to, you know, delay 4.0 just for it. So uh, yeah, yawn. Next yeah. one, um, fates, uh, i.e., Final Fantasy fates. Uh, of course, the 15 fates coming down the pipeline. They're working on it. Um, right. They can't say what the next one is. There's going to be another Final Fantasy fate. They didn't say it would be 15. Seven remake. I'm going with six. Yeah, I want it to be six. I'm going with six. I, I would love no. a four. I it's... would love a four because I would love to see Kane in there and just, hey, what's going on, buddy? What do you mean? Kane's right there behind you. Mm, yeah, he's a minion, too. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. But yeah, I would, I would either love a six <clears> or a four. Um, centered fate uh i could also once we get kind of closer to it see a kingdom hearts fate as well yeah we'll definitely see that shit yeah i'll wait till it's real <laughs> that's how i felt about 15 i'll wait till it's real yeah yeah it'll be real it'll be real at some point yeah can we get a hitman fate episode two just came out today <laughs> hitman fate <laughs> Can I get a Tomb Raider fake? Can I get a Hitman fake? Can I can we go back? Give me a Just Cause. A just fate? Cause three fake. Yeah. Throw out <laughs> everything that Square has. I am Setsuna fate. Um, <laughs> even give me a Hitman Go fate. Fuck it. I don't care. Give me a Star Ocean fate. That's it. Give me a. And then give me a. Just, just give me another. Just the Gathering fates. I'm down. Yeah. Um, Link emote. This is right, wait, 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 wait. Sly, Sly, Sly. Wait. I have a question for you. Okay. Give us your best wink emote. No. Do it. No. Do it. No. Do it, and I'll stop asking. That was not a good one. Do it again. You asked for one. Fuck you. That was it. First of all, wink first of emote. All, oh, no. You gotta fucking try. Okay? I'm not even. <sighs> you gotta try. That was nothing. You could have just blinked. For all I know, that could have just been one eye. You got dust in it. If you want to make the people happy, you do it. I can't see it, but you do it. 
See, if I go too over the top, you'll be like, no, that's not, that's just terrible. There. All right, I did it for you. Okay. All right, so apparently he told the animation team to watch the, the Q&A, so if they watched, it's probably happening. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's literally there that already works. It's like, their eyes, they, said they wink during certain emotes already. Like, sometimes they just do it. So, like, just separate it and give them, like, a few new, like, body animations along with it. That's it. And you're yeah. good to go. I don't care. <laughs> like, it's great. Add new things like this. It makes people happy. That makes me happy when you make people happy. I'll probably barely use it. And the next thing they talked about was uh, kind of bringing in a weapon that, that was like Save the Queen. Um, and the short answer to this is that they don't want to create like this game-breaking weapon that's going to like get parties to say whether or not if you if you don't have it don't join our party basically yeah that's been their excuse but more specifically they said that is why it is taking longer to implement them not we're not going to do it yeah so let us know when it's happening give it to us in the expansion you so know you what? Actually, I, you I actually still want to see something like Save the Queen, really? Uh, yeah, I do. I want gear that isn't just doesn't have crit, uh, doesn't have that. Give me something that's got like your your every fifteen seconds, like your the next fire three you cast will be instant, and then you can incorporate that into your rotation, and then just fuck it. Just give it like the most garbage stats. Otherwise, give it fucking like piety fucking minus accuracy i don't know just give it something cool i want something cool <laughs> please something, something rotation changing got it some something like oh your your next uh ever like fire ones occasionally drop sparks on the ground that deal light aoe damage i don't know do something like that i just it's fuck it bay life Yeah, minus accuracy. <laughs> there you go. I'm down. Give it to me. Or, or put it on Materia and make it like Materia that you can get somehow through like Deep Dungeon or some shit. I don't know. That almost sounds... Well, no, it doesn't sound like Elemental Materia. No, never mind. No, because it would be useful. It would be useful. That's why it didn't sound right. Like. Yeah. No. Um, so this next one, I think... I think they kind of listened to Ethis this one um do does the lore team have a lore bible yes and it dates back to 1.0 right and was probably about 100 or so pages and for everything new uh lore wise that they add in they have to cross-reference that lore bible to see how and where it will fit in and then add it to the lore bible if at this could get his hands on So that. have you ever watched Yu Yu Hakusho? Have you ever uh -huh. watched Yu Yu Hakusho and there's the chapter black tape and they're like obsessed with it? That is Ethis' chapter black right there. Yeah. If he got that, the world would just end. He would control us all. Eh, he kind of does already. Already anyway. he does, yeah. Yeah, so that's, I guess that makes perfect sense anyway. So, huge announcement Tomb Train's coming! Woo! 5.0. <laughs> <laughs> and and, okay, and they said it jokingly. That. They said it jokingly. 
but I actually believe it. <laughs> he said when we when we kind of go to the Garlean Empire. I mean, I the Garlean, the, okay, let me just put this out there. The Garleans are in control of Alamigo. That is technically part of the Garlean Empire. No. I'm putting that out there. I'm still saying 5.0. They're not going to put the goddamn train in the goddamn two-year anniversary and make us wait to 5.0 slide. It's going to be in the next expansion. No. no. It's going to be 4.0. No. When, when he said 5.0 and... Uh, or, no, he... No. You know what? I actually believe it. Uh, it. It was a joke, but I believe it. I believe it. Four point. You know why he said 5.0? Because he didn't want to say we were going to Alamigo because that he didn't want to say in 4.0 because that confirms that we're going to Alamigo, which we already know. We already but know. He, but he, but we, we don't know. We just know. He never said, yes, Alamigo is next. But we know. No. Yeah, we know. So another question that's been asked like over and over and over again uh, when are we getting new pets? This was Eggy Glamour, more specifically. Yeah, uh, they, pretty much. They answered this exactly the same as they did three weeks prior. Yeah. But Carbuncle, and they, they did say specifically Carbuncle, Carbuncle, Carbuncle will be first. Will be the first, yeah. I'm going to ask you a question right now, Slay. Okay. Why is Carbuncle, who we already know, who all the animations are already in the game, everything about that little rat is already there. Mm-hmm. And he's got to be what we wait till 3.4 for. Not 3.4, 4, like 3.4 also. Yeah. Why? Why? Why um, not something, I don't know, cool? Maybe they're riding the coattails on the Platinum demo and they like Carby? They're riding the wrong coattails. What's wrong with Carby? That Carby was awesome, by the way. Even if you didn't like the demo, Carby was fucking awesome. Well, at, at least the little, at least the little statue next to uh, Noctis's bed didn't cost them fifteen bucks. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to new box station items, by the way. <laughs> oh God, people are already talking about him. I already see there a little oh, bit. Of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. I could probably get a real carbuncle lamp for less than fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just hollow out one of the fucking things and like put protective casing on the inside and then just, and then the just light bulb in. make a little button that it lights up and oh it's a glow in the dark carby. There you go. Yeah. Got it. Um right. questions. Uh they asked uh Yoshi and uh Koji what were their favorite questions? What were their worst questions? What were the ones that they hated? Yoshi quickly said that he didn't like the hidden moogles. That's nothing new. He wants them. He wants us to love them again, though. He, yeah, he wants us to love them again. But nobody liked that. I, I didn't like. Nobody liked playing hide and seek with moogles. Like, bro, I got other shit to do. I got a dungeon to get to. I'm playing hide and seek with your ass. I, I just want to get out of turning mist. No, no. I want revenge on that king. It's not good King Magoma, keep in mind. It's the king, I don't remember his name, that's actually in the Churning Mist. In the Churning Mist. The one, the one, not, yeah, the one who sits on the big puff who, you know, passes all the shit jobs to you. And he actually says to your character that he was giving you shit jobs. Yeah. Just so they didn't have to do it. Asshole. Mm-hmm. Hate that guy. Um, 
Now, Yoshi P did say that he did like Alphano's storyline and the, kind of the growth and watching the, the maturation of Alphano, just seeing him hit some low points, seeing him grow as a character. Uh, and grow hair on his balls, I suppose. What do you have against Alphano? What do people have against Alphano? I don't. No, I mean literally, his voice changed from like two point five five to oh, three okay, yeah, that, It's that, like that, it's that. like he went through puberty between patches because of the voice change. Yeah, but I like I tend to agree with Yoshi on this one, whereas a lot of people like fuck Alphano. I want to know where Alice is. I loved her character. I liked Alphano and Alice a lot more in the Coil story than I did like them in the main story. Even Alphano in Final Coil was far more interesting for me. Mm-hmm than he ever was before because he kind of showcased his growth and how much room he still had to grow actually going back and doing main story quest on Mateus and actually getting to the first time you meet Alphano and Alize Alize was a dick she was a straight up dick until you get the coil where she's your coil correspondent like other than that when you first meet her she's a fucking dick what is she what she doesn't she doesn't know anything she doesn't understand anything and she just wants to know i need to know the truth she's like hope (laughs) and she had every like the worst thing to say about every one of the city state leaders the worst thing she couldn't say to be fair the to be fair like we found out they were pretty big dicks too they, like, yeah, they were like they, in Le, in the Leviathan storyline when mm-hmm. um, they talk when they talking to Merlob and Merlob's like it's us or them, pretty much. Like we we don't I mean we don't have to wage war, but we will because it's us or them. Yeah, and it's like okay, or you know peace peaceful negotiations. But you know you could try that maybe right. that could work maybe. actually yeah at some point. No, but yeah, just kill him. It's fine. Uh, and Koji, Koji played the safe route because he has to sit next to these people. So he didn't want to, he's like, I love every quest, every quest line that my team does. I love it. But his safe answer was he, he loves doing, he loves the fates, and he just lo- loves writing the fates. Which, which I kind of get. They're, they're his baby. Yeah, I'm sure he loves waiting for Boar's Wars. <laughs> no, he doesn't set the timing for it. No. Like, he just writes that- it. I still I feel your pain. I feel your pain. But that's another department. It better be a fucking clever name if I'm waiting that long for it, alright? <laughs> you, you don't like Boar Wars? Oh. It rhymes. It's alliteration. No, it's not alliteration, it just rhymes. Alliteration it just would be rhymes, like yeah. Boar's Bars or something. Yeah. Yeah, that would be alliteration. Uh but to close it out. New content. Hey! Hey! Woo! The deep, deep dungeon. Deep dungeon. The deep dungeon. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, that's uh, right. You know what I'm doing? How are you doing? The dead. The palace of the dead. The actual yeah, name right. of the dungeon. Um, if you didn't see it, uh, the I actually typed out the full. No synopsis of it. Recently discovered in the Black Shroud, the Palace of the Dead is a bottomless dungeon populated by an army of undead souls. Those who dare brave the depths will face an ever-changing layout protected by powerful magics which will sap their very strength. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's a dungeon. Bottomless? That, that's bottomless. It's never going to end. And if you go, like, you go in two different times, you're going to get a... A different experience every single time right so every for every floor you go it, the layout's going to change um this is the key thing because i felt like they were watching my solo 
bullshit. Solo or up to four players? That's going to be interesting, Bruh. because I want to I want to know uh, how far a warrior is going to make it and how not far everyone else is going <laughs> to. Um, I mean, the the thing with with deep dungeon is there's a lot of rules set in this, and this is something mm -hmm. that they were re they've been really talking about trying to incorporate with three point uh, three point two and on is making sure that there were set rules. You understood that there was some there was some there were some options, but that everything you did was within the rules of the dungeon. And man, did they decide to set a lot of rules. So the solo one up to four party members is cool. Yeah. But after that, they let you know that you start at level one. And then when they first said that, a lot of people thought floor one. Oh, yeah, I start on the first floor. Whatever. No, no. Actual level. Level one. Lever. Your lever. black mage is only, only has blizzard, baby. Yeah, fire at level two. So, yeah, you have to start basically entirely over with your character progression going yeah. into the Deep Dungeon. Although, you don't start it over. Obviously, when you leave Deep Dungeon, you're back level 60, all your good shit. But, but and another good thing about this, they, and they even said it, was that, like, you, like, take you, for instance, Happy, as, you know, level 60, pretty much every goddamn thing. And, you know, one of your friends just starts playing the game. You two can play this together. Because it, it, it scales, it scales you down. It, <coughs> even their level two, it scales them down. So you'll be going pretty much at the same pace. Well, I, I'd imagine there's got to be a minimum level to enter Deep Dungeon. Like you got to probably be at least level fifteen outside of Deep Dungeon. Yeah, I, I would enter. probably agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, but um, it gives you a means of playing with old friends who maybe don't care about trying to finish the story and want to progress in the game some way, shape, or form. Hey, I'm level fifty and I haven't played since two point one. Mm -hmm. Uh, what should I do? Uh, well, you could do all the story missions, or you could do deep, or we could just do deep dungeon together. Right. And, and they really didn't say they really didn't talk about the rewards from the dungeon or the gear or what whatever loot you get from this dungeon because um, I'm like it would be safe to assume that the further down you get the you know the higher the reward is or maybe it's at the level that you are. I'm not sure. Well, that's the thing. So inside of Deep Dungeon, your item level has like, it says, it says it's negligible. Not that it doesn't do anything, but that mm. it's negligible. And that realistically, the best way to clear it is with the items you find inside of there. Whether that means it's right. new equipment, new, new uh, items that only give you stats inside Deep Dungeon, or it's like, it'll, like temporary items like elixirs that increase your strength right. or, or your armor or your health. Maybe it means stuff like that. They, they were as vague as possible, leaving things up to the imagination. So. And I'm glad you spoke on that because um, you do level via the stuff that you find in there. Right. Uh, but some of the things you find are traps. Yeah. There are some floors where you can't use magic. magic. Mm -hmm. There are floors where you can maybe lose strength, where you can, uh, you can lose access to abilities, uh, and things like that. So there's, there's, there are also things that can make you stronger. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the thing to keep in mind. Like, uh, it's, it's just a matter of weighing your, weighing your chances and just doing your best to deal with whatever. It, in all honesty, with this in the game, I no longer want the battle circle, the battle square in Gold Saucer, because a lot of that is what this is. It, this yeah. is like what battle square is. It's, it's X amount of waves with a debuff every time a new debuff or a new buff added on. That's pretty much what this is doing right here. And your current level in progress, autosave on, you know, select floors, so... You know, for, I guess, 
for example, if you get to like floor five. Well, it's at the it's at the end of every floor. It auto saves you, and if everyone dies before you finish a floor, it sends you back to the start of the floor. My question yeah. is: Does the floor layout then change, or does it give you the same floor layout and uh, you're good to go? I I would think that would stay the same. Yeah. Yeah. When 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 they first said this, when they were describing this, I immediately thought of Gauntlet. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it sounds exactly like Gauntlet. For those of y'all who don't know and who haven't grown up with it, uh, Gauntlet, old, or never old, lived, or yeah, or never lived, old NES game. Uh, basically, you you could play with four players if you had the little accessory, which nobody had. Uh, but it was like mainly you and another person, and you would just go through a dungeon kind of like this. Red Warrior is about to die. Red Warrior. Blue Knight food. needs food needs badly. Food badly. <laughs> yeah, and this, it sounded just like this. It, it, it sounded like Gauntlet. And it, it really did pique my interest, so I'm really interested to actually do this. I, I don't have to go do solo bullshit anymore. I this is this. your solo bullshit. This is my solo bullshit. <laughs> it's not bullshit, but it is solo shit that I will actually get down and, and what's great about that is the solo, eventually what they're going to do is they're going to add a ranking system in where every job can compete for, like, how far could I make it on mm -hmm. this job? Yeah. And uh, that way you can kind of compare how far you may, you should be able to make it. Uh, based. I mean, obviously there's RNG involved if you get a trap, if you get a buff. Uh, but still, it's, it's, it's a means of progression. I think the big thing, my ultimate thought on all of this is... When people play RPGs, the number one thing that keeps them playing is a sense of progression. It's not the story, as much as people like to say it is. It's, well, it's if for you, some people. Well, for some people, yeah, but the majority of people want to have a sense of progression. And that's even I just, did. that's outside of RPGs even. Everybody yeah. just loves hitting a new breakpoint. That's always saying, if you give people a, a million little goals to reach, something tangible, something that's... They'll try to reach it. They'll try to reach it. And that's what this is. This isn't something, it's, they already said, it's not hardcore content. It's not something that's going to be like savage level difficulty, you know? It's got to be balanced so it can be soloed or it can be done with four people, you know? It's something that makes you feel good when you progress in it. You get a new item, you level up, you get to the next floor, you beat a boss, you got a buff, you got a debuff, you overcame something with said debuff, you had to think of a strategy around having a debuff. It's the sense of progression, and in an off-patch that is generally known for not giving people actual player progression, it's known as a catch-up patch. The sense of progression is going to be what some people, what holds them to the game and enjoys them. Do you think it'll bring Or makes them back. enjoy it. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I, I couldn't possibly predict that with this because this is, again, like a lot of the things in these off-patches, like mm -hmm. a lot of these ideas they come up with between major patches mm -hmm. it's it's up in the air lords of Romanian could have been way bigger than it was they that could have brought people back to the game nice laugh by the way chocobo racing could have been bigger could have been better everything they keep trying to do that isn't part of their formula something goes wrong in the in the process and it needs and it needs to be recovered diadem perfect example did not do well this we'll see We'll I mean, that's the best That's the best way to look at it. We need to see if people in our community really want something this different or if they just want more of the same. Because as much as you get pulled in both directions, it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to break the mold when it's the one thing that's been working for you consistently every patch. 
So, uh, as Happy said, it, it's for like a catch-up patch, an off-patch, which is 3.35. Um, and keep in mind, at oh. this point, we've already gotten our relic out of the way. 3.3 is the next relic step. That's the start of the next feast season also. They're trying to keep us entertained between patches, which is the big piece of this. It's not a 3.3 right. piece. It's 3.35. And one thing you uh, kind of said uh, kind of resonated with me uh, about the ranking. They're, like, I feel like the devs of 14 are trying, slowly moving towards, um, I don't know if they'll have incentive, incentives for this, but sort of, you know, rankings and pride and incentives like that, like seeing how you can top other people. I, they're slowly tar- starting to move toward it. They're, the first step was with the Beast. And then they did say that they would uh, have the score ranking system for this. Um, do you see them adding ranking onto other things as well? I think that our community thrives on ranking. Okay. If, I, if you look at the, some of the hottest topics, if you look at FF logs, if you look at world progression, if you look at the feast rankings, if you look at this, which is probably going to be a big deal to a lot of people, a lot of people love having somebody who's better than them that pushes them to do better or gives them a reason to try and do better or gives them an idea of where they stand. It is just that it's just something that that's the content people seem to latch onto the most. Content that's just meant to be done, like the story, like dungeons, things like that. Generally, they're there. People enjoy them. They appreciate them. But it's not the things people keep talking about after they're done. They may talk about how they don't want to do it every week for their fucking war tombstones, but that's about it, pretty much. Um,. I think it's a good thing. I think they recognize that our community thrives on ranking and being ranked against other players in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. and that they're probably going to continue to do this, but they'll probably try to do it in things like this where it's less malicious to other people. Because, And here's where I, where I, where I say that it, like they tr- the devs try to make it less malicious. They take Because you take a thing like FF Logs. FF Logs... Like a parser is a two-way street. Right. It's a, it's a double-sided, it's a double-edged sword. Right. Like you can you can take take it and use it positively, or you know, it, it can kind of you know hurt people. Neg- yeah, it can kind of hurt you neg- negatively affect you, um, in a way that people know who you are. They know who your name is. They know that you know you do so and so DPS. Yada yada yada. Um, I think this is the devs trying to step in, and take the high road. They're, 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 I mean, it's still, you still will have people that take that take it in a negative light. Right. But this is the devs taking the high road, saying, "Okay, we see what you're doing. We see what you, the community, are doing. Let just leave it to us. Leave it to us." Because I think they think that the community. I want, I want to speak on their behalf, but I think that they think that. The stuff we do on our own, it, it can go horribly wrong. Whereas, like, it's controlled. It is controlled by the devs. It, it, oh, we yeah. have the control. We can we can steer this wherever we want. And and we can, always do. Yeah. I I I think it's good. I think that this is a piece of content that we we need to kind of assess the situation and assess what we really do value as players. If we keep complaining about everything that's new that comes out, then they'll never do anything new. 
And I don't want to, and it's like any excuse. Like Diadem has, there's nothing to save it. Lords of Verminion, there's nothing to save it. There's mistakes in well, both of those pieces. Well, well, okay, Lords of Verminion, I agree with you on that one. Diadem, Diadem's, Diadem is a framework that has no substance. That was the problem. They've identified that. And in 3.3, they're making more adjustments. They basically, in 3.3, one piece of content no one's talking about, they want us using the Diadem to get materia in between major patches. They are making major adjustments to the diadem in 3.2, 3.3, 3.4, and 3.5. They've already confirmed they want four major updates to the diadem. To the one zone we have, what those updates are is very important because it seems it, it tells us how they've gauged our uh, feedback right. and if they truly understand it. And I think that this is another thing. We ask, people have been asking for a bottomless dungeon for a long time. This actually is a piece of content that's been highly requested. It's all the Final Fantasy XI players asking for Nizel Isle. It's all the RuneScape people asking for Dungeoneering. It's all of the, uh, I think it's, is it Tactics Ogre that has the bottomless, that has a, the deep dungeon? It's just people taking ideas and asking, can we have them? And them going, yeah, here you go. If you guys don't enjoy it, you guys ask you. for it. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. And I, yeah, I want to star rank Paisa, definitely. Yeah. In the diadem. So, in the end, um, good really good piece of content i'm looking forward to um with future updates they're going to add more floors they're right um and we didn't i don't think we mentioned that but there will be bosses on the floors yeah uh we don't know when we don't know how frequently but there will be bosses i can't imagine like they said this isn't going to be hard so i imagine they're equivalent to like a four-man dungeon boss right on average i want to know about objective floors are there going to be floors where you know, if you're with four people, you can get a floor where you need to have two people standing on two separate platforms on two different uh -huh. sides of the map. Are there going to be, as people are pointing out for Final Fantasy XI, lamp floors where you need to press lamps in a specific order or where you need to press them all at the same time? Are there going to be bosses that we recognize that are already in the game or maybe from other Final Fantasies inside of the Deep Dungeon? There's a lot of questions. A lot of people are pointing to tactics because it was not Tactics Ogre. It was Final Fantasy Tactics where uh -huh. the Deep Dungeon actually comes from. Uh, people are going to be wondering and looking out for those things, and those are all going to be factors that determine how well this does bam that's and that's my other question they're adding new floors how is it bottomless if they're adding more floors what does that mean more types I of think, floors yeah that's why i think they're they're going more types of floors because it is it is um randomly generated right but I, I would think that they had there's a limit to how it's randomly generated and i think that when, when they're going to add new floors, they're going to add more floors to that kind of rotation of floors. I, well, considering that Palace of the Dead is marked as a type of deep dungeon, I would like to see more, a different deep different dungeon. Different dungeon? Yeah. Like, like, this one's in the Black Shroud. I would like to see, like, maybe one of them that goes into the, uh, the leftover ruins of um, the civilization that used to live in Uldah, the... Uh, the guys were in Sunken Temple of Karn. What are their names? We've, we've had them on Ethicist, talked about them on the trivia show. Someone in the chat will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then, I don't know, something in, something in Lenosha. I don't even know. I would, I would, I would be down. Like, like endless cobalt caves or something like that. Like the cobalt. <laughs> the cobalt. I don't know about that much. I mean, I've done enough with the damn. The Belladions, yeah. The yeah, Belladions. I would like to go. I would like the one inside of there to be, or the Sildi, one of the, you know, Belladion, Sildi. Like, things like that. You know what I mean? So I want to I want to see more. I want to see more uh, more functions like this. Oh, maybe Edda's in Temple of the Dead. He said she would be returning. 
too soon. I don't think. I don't think it is. What do you mean too I, soon? I think it's the next dungeon, dungeon that we get. The next new dungeon, we'll we'll see at a return. Not this. This is just. This is a side thing. There's not going to be that much lore attached to it. Like if it's an endless dungeon, they're not going to put that a lot of lore into it. Like hey, and, uh, and Ed is a big lore piece, so they're not going to stick her in. So I mean, while this is good, I, again, it's something that we want. You know, it's it, it's it's endless. It, with lore, with the major lore, like Edda, there's a certain there's a certain terminus to it. There's a certain end, I guess. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I, I think that I'm definitely going to be trying to get the max level inside of there. And that was really the that was really the bulk of it. Like everyone, it was in the last ten minutes. Excuse me. They spoke about deep dungeon, and it was where the majority of the meat of the. Uh, of that little panel was. I mean, we didn't expect much, but it was yeah. it was nice to get some sort of idea. It's just you gotta remember, this isn't three point three. This is three point three five. They yeah. will absolutely include it in the trailer for three point three because that's what they do. Yep. Um, but it is something that's going to be coming a little bit later, and we just need to remember that. So, what is going to be in three point three? We'll find out on Friday slash Saturday. I think it's just Friday. I think it's is it Friday at midnight. Or is it Saturday? I don't know. Fuck yeah, we'll, we'll, Somebody, we'll look it up. It's Friday at midnight, whatever. Okay. I'm, take, I'm taking that. Friday, 3 a.m., Friday, midnight. I'm, I'm taking that. That's that's yeah. what it is. Bam. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, we have the live letter. I don't know. If, I mean, this live this this is the live letter where they don't tell us specifics. They tell us everything. Just not specific. We get a trailer. We get a trailer. No, no, no. We're not going to get any trailers. Oh, it's come Friday. on. No, we're not going to. Okay. I have no faith. Not even a Caesar? Nothing? No, I mean, maybe you get the little, like, gameplay things where they just put stock stock music stock, over some yeah. footage. But this is the live letter where they really just, um... Where they really just say, okay, we have... These are the names of the two dungeons. It's Hullbreaker, Hard Mode, and some other fucking thing that is new. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, you just that's had to mention Hullbreaker. <laughs> it's gonna be Hullbreaker, Hard Mode. You know what it I, is. I, like. I love that's the first thing you think of is Hullbreaker, Hard Mode. It's 3.3. It's exactly one one expansion after 2.3, so it's Hullbreaker Isle. Okay. Hullbreaker Isle, um, and then some uh, some other new dungeon. Uh, then you have the new 24 Man, which is gonna be likely the uh, Miyachi Homeland, which uh, Ethis ed- educated us on. It'll probably be Zervan, the 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 demon of the Warring Triad. It'll be new story missions. It'll be new Hildebrand missions. It'll be the changes to the Diadem. It'll probably be something new added to the Gold Saucer. There may be some feast changes. Like these are all things we know are coming, and it's great to know them all. But it's also the thing people always complain about. Uh, we know everything that's coming. Eh, I don't care. It's good. I'll take it. If it's good, that's all that matters to me. More time to play Neo, I guess. We don't even know when that's coming and out. And that has finished downloading. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. It was like 3.9 gigs. Yeah. That's, it's pretty big bad. for a download. It, it, yeah, it, it didn't take Dark Souls too long to download last night. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. New fucking Grand Company ranks. That's another one. And the Mercenary system. And perhaps raid uh, the Raid Finder. And perhaps... Like, see, there's so many fucking things. What else am I missing? I'm missing some other things. I know I am. Primal, Dungeon, Story, 24-man raid. Uh, stuff. Stuff! Stuff! Stuff. Oh, yeah, the monks can get their monthly buff and ninja can get their monthly full of shit. There we go. (laughs) You doing okay, Hap? I'm doing all right. I'm perfectly fine. I am... I am sugary as sugar. 
Not not salty at all, just sugar. You not sure you ain't got those? Got those confused? You, you put the wrong thing in the wrong container? You sure? Not salty one bit. I actually did load up some pictures that I was gonna show, but I got so heated about ninjas that I like yeah. completely forgot to show. Yeah, Here's some like, like some last minute pictures of some of the things we saw. Exciting new content coming soon. The Palace of the Deep. Hey, look, you see, he's touching a lamp. Guys, it's a lamp. It's a trap! Be careful, it's a trap! It's a trap! And he's fighting the Raymond and the other enemies, and then explains to us what Palace of the Dead is. Bam. Well, bam, just wanted to show that real quick. Alright, Sly, what do you say we start wrapping things up a little bit? Sounds good. Um, where can they find you? I, I want you to go first this time. Why do I get to go first? I don't know. Sly actually wrote the fucking show notes for the show today, by the way, everyone, because I was at PAX all weekend. And then yesterday I was at And Legend I kind of saw it coming now. I was getting nothing, so... I, well, I was just going to tell you right before the show. Uh, oh. you, I was just going to say, you already know what we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah that's, like, that's all. Like, so I pretty much, like, it was either Sunday or Saturday. I'm like, so, um... I can kind of guess what we're talking about. Yeah, pretty much. And, okay, so I did the notes. And yeah. Hooray! Yay! Sly did it. Look at the weapon of light. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it looked, you could see the weapons are completely covered in a sort of light. I mean, that's, it's something that we've been talking about here. Like, you can see it here. That's, I mean, that could be the new relic weapons. <laughs> or they could, or the new animal weapons. Maybe they just literally glow. Or they're just weapons and armor that are that come from this place maybe they're enchanted by the lamps or some shit who knows but anyway uh you can find me at mr happy 127 on twitter facebook twitch youtube all those fun places so be sure to do that got a lot of exciting things hey sly you know what i'm doing this week what are you doing dreadnought goes into early broadcasting uh time and closed beta this week i have 250 closed beta codes <laughs> I was talking to my friend Thor, who works, you know, at Dreadnought. He works at Graybox, and he was literally like, "Yeah, but dude, I'm sending you like 250 codes," and I was like, ha, "That's funny." And then I got the email, and now I have 250 codes. That's a lot of codes, dude. That's a fuck ton of codes. That's a lot of codes. That's more codes than I have viewers sometimes. <laughs> I was like, I might as well just fucking Oprah Winfrey that shit. Here you go. Everybody gets a code. <laughs> it's gonna be fun and sly where can they find you at my good sir you can find me on twitch.tv slash sly aka gray fox you can find me on twitter at sly the fox you can find me on instagram at sly aka gray fox 07 you can find me on behemoth plot 14 ward 5 of the lavender beds as fox sly you can find me on mateus as slyaka gray fox because somebody took fox sly what an asshole i know it's probably someone you know too you know yeah that, that's what i'm thinking like I will find you, and I will. Oh wait a minute! When we when when you announced you were doing Mateus, somebody in the chat said they were gonna grab that name. I don't remember. Oh who my it was. God! Who are you? 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 I don't know who they are. What's in the box? It's okay. Um, it's all right. Yeah, you'll be okay. Don't worry, Sly. We'll <sighs> still love you, even if it's not you. You know that my, the, the free company I have on Solera is number one on Solera. Nice. According to the free company rankings on the Lodestone. I got Man. to level, I got from one to 24 in like no time at all today. That's just ridiculous on black, I'm like thaumaturge. It's just like one to 24 in like three and a half hours. It's crazy. I do, I'm fast like Sanic, so. 
apparently. John Cena took your name, according to the chat, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but the but the um the make Mateus great. Turns out it was already great. That's what I said about Zalera. It's already great. High great. five. High five. Look at us. Learning shit. Yeah. Learning. Reading. Fantastic. Bucket books. Yeah. Exciting. Things. And stuff. And stuff and oh. things. And things and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on. All right, guys. That's going to be a wrap for this week's show. Thank you for watching. Next week, tune in as Ethis joins us. By the way, he doesn't know that yet. As Ethis joins us to talk about the live letter that is going to be happening this Friday at midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern. Marco has already planned it. We will. He will be streaming on his channel, and I'll be doing the text as per usual. You excited? Excited, Sly? With coffee. Yeah, dude. I so much coffee. I already. I went through the three cups of half coffee that I had. Dude, and getting like, high on yeah. your own supply, dude. But yeah, I'm excited. <sighs> I was at the Red Bull Studios and I still had coffee. <laughs> That's like a slap in the face. <laughs> God I was damn. Having, oh, I was, you, you want a Red Bull? No, I'll take coffee. Yeah, well, they had coffee, so I drank it instead of Red Bull. <laughs> it's Bulls. like the biggest slap in the face. It's not even close show. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Take care, everyone.